0: And welcome to the Tunami Faithful podcast, episode 202 for the week of June 11th, 2016. I am your host, Jim Nelson. And with me this week, I have Paul
1: Skrill, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com,
0: and editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffris. And that's it, because it's a bad week. Everybody's uh, really uh, either hung over from iron-blooded orphans or is absolutely (laughs) insane for the Copa America tonight. Argentina in just an hour from the time I, or, recording or people are just busy. I was that about too. to say or work or work. Yeah, usually it is. That's all it ever is these days. Funny how work never really got in the way back in the day. Oh, well, Hey, hey <laughs> I
2: still, I still talk to you guys when I'm at work. So, I mean, if I can do it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Hey, it's whatever. So, we have a new show this week, a new show to recap after a couple a week or two of nothing. I was going to say we have a recap. Isn't this great? We have something to talk about again. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's amazing. We have ourselves the first episode of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. And it starts right now. So, Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 1, Iron and Blood. Also, real quick, uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans is sometimes known as G Taketsu, but don't let those people tell, tell you that. They're weebs. <laughs> so,
2: Jim always has to send a jab. He yes, always does.
0: Always do. I never, ever, ever miss an opportunity to insult weebs. So anyway, we meet our... We meet our people, Mikazuki, August, and others in CGS, Orga, Itzka, Nadi, Yuji, Yuki, Nojo, Kasapa, and also a guy, fat guy named Biscuit, who <laughs> apparently dies, doesn't die. I don't know. There was a, it's something that happens later in the episode. So Mars is, is a colony under the influence of the United Earth Sphere Alliance, or just the Earth Sphere. Hey, more callbacks to Gundam Wing than you can shake a stick at. So as Mars is fighting for its independence, think Total Recall, get your ass to Mars. <laughs> what? Nothing? Really? I, I try to be quiet during the recap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, I say this stuff to get a laugh. Jesus, oh, people. Oh, uh,
2: well, hold on. Hold on. Do it one more time.
0: So as Mars is fighting for its independence, get your ass to Mars. There we go. Yes. <laughs> So the people of CGS are, t- which is a contracted organization, a military, a private military contractor, they have orders to guide this girl named Kudelia to Earth and guard her as, as part of some kind of peace negotiations or independence negotiations. However, the Earth sphere isn't necessarily keen on letting uh, Mars have its independence. Other p- other. Areas of Mars have gotten independence from the Earth sphere, seemingly without bloodshed. Although that remains to be seen, we don't have the backstory on that yet. But uh, there is a there is a sect of the uh, of the Earth sphere that doesn't want them to doesn't want any kind of anybody to uh, become independent from the Earth sphere, and these guys attack later in the episode using mobile suits. As you can see, as we saw earlier in this episode, Mars is really a run-down, backwater, kind of backwater place that has apparently been terraformed. So apparently this takes place after the end of Total Recall. And and so uh, we have other pilots, uh, Eugene, Mikazuki, Akihiro. And apparently they all got pulled out of the Matrix because that's how they uh, hook up to their mobile, their... um, what do they call them? Mo- mobile workers. That's what they're called. I almost called them mobile armors. But no, apparently they got pulled out of the Matrix, and that's why they all have to be shirtless. And it's not just fan service. There is a reason for it. It's fan service with a purpose. <laughs> if
2: only we could get that on every show, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so as Kudelia um, comes to the he comes to the base where, the, uh, where our heroes are, the uh, Earth Sphere decides to attack so uh Gallerhorn attacks CGS in an attack in an attempt on kudelia's life they want her they want her out of the picture so she cannot uh, negotiate any kind of independence so she's kind of like Relina in Gundam wing she's the uh, although she is a little bit more proactive and not as wishy-washy as Relina was in Gundam wing this series so far has a little bit through for one episode has a little bit of everything a bunch of... A Gundam stuff through a bunch of Gundam stuff and other science fiction things thrown in. So Cadelia is, so Cadelia is almost uh, um, killed a couple of times because of the attacks on the base. but Biscuit, the fat kid, is there to save the day. And also as the uh, as another squad flees pathetically because, well, that was the plan all along, apparently. Uh, Biscuit ends up setting off the signal flares and guiding Gallerhorn to write to them to take the pressure off of our heroes. And as and just as things look at their bleakest, all of a sudden someone comes up with a comes in with a Gundam and chops one of the mobile suits in two. Again, there's one guy who goes off script. Hey, just like Mobile Suit Gundam. I'm starting to feel like this is the most unoriginal episode of Gundam ever. Yeah. <laughs> so Gallerhorn so, uh, is stalled for the moment. There's a new Gundam out on the out on the field, known as the Gundam Barbatos, and uh, that's where the episode ends. And those ends the shittiest recap ever.
2: <laughs> hey, Jim. Jim, I applaud you though. Those were some tough names. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I have uh, I have uh, some of the characters right in front of me, so I knew how to uh, I knew how to pronounce them, stuff like that.
2: Oh, good. See, I, I'm just I'm horrible with names. Paul is probably at the same level as I am, pretty yes. much when it comes <laughs> to that much. kind of thing. So we're glad That's you why were I able don't do, to do it anymore.
1: <laughs> That's why I do not do it anymore. But <laughs>
0: I'm
2: like, no, fuck it, you do it. So, how did you guys like the episode? I'm I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say.
0: Well, um, so Paul, I'm going to let you go first.
2: You're going to let me go first? Yes. Well, let's see.
1: Um, it wasn't bad at all. I would say that it was straight into the point and got right into the action immediately. Um, uh, I kind of want to get some more backstory a little bit. Like I, This is the first time for me seeing it. I haven't seen the sub, so... Obviously, you know I was kind of waiting for this to show up on Toonami, so that's why I haven't seen it yet, as usual. Um, but I kind of want to get some more backstory before I kind of go. Okay, I like this story. I like this series, or I don't like this series. So, I mean, so far it's not anything bad, you know. It's hard
0: to say, After only one episode, you know. Right, <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, like, what was your really first hard. impressions then?
1: Um, I I like the Gundam. The Gundam is kind of. Um, and there again I haven't seen many Gundam series I, I have to say that I've seen Gundam Wing I've seen uh, G Gundam I've seen the original Mobile Suit Gundam um, which after seeing those two and then going back to that ad- old animation you're like ugh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it still has its charm though is it that, that one that we all sit there and go why did that ever come on tsunami?" I think what was it SD Gundam SD yeah, Gundam yeah. Hey, that yeah, one go. <laughs> I've seen that one. Uh, I've seen a little bit of, I want to say, what was it? 009? Cyborg 009. That was no, 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 not, not Cyborg 009. What was that one? Um,
0: oh, 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 uh, uh, no. 0079? Yeah, yeah, that was the original yeah, yeah. Mobile Suit Gundam.
1: Okay, well, I, I've seen that. So, I mean, it, it's, first of all, I like the fact that, I will say this, Gundam in HD is very much better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so I, w- I will sit there and go that that part i'm just sitting there going i will enjoy this um I'm, i guess what where i'm kind of like apprehensive apprehensive here is i'm kind of confused as to why yeah they're these orphans and they're you know they're doing whatever they're doing or you know whatever but there's just randomly a gundam sitting in the base and I'm just sitting there going, "Do you want to explain that?" <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I mean, at the beginning of the episode, they're just sitting there in the Gundam room, and they're like, "Oh, we're not supposed to be in here. Why aren't you supposed to be in there? Matter of fact, why is there still a Gundam here? <laughs> like, what? Like, it, is this not exciting? Have we not used this Gundam before?" Mm-hmm. And that, see, and that's why I'm kind of confused about it, this first episode because it really wasn't like, "Okay, this is what's this is you know, okay, so." you know this is why the gundam's there or you know this is why he can pilot the gundam you know it's just like I, I, uh, can you give me some more detail here
0: <laughs> like yeah I mean,
1: I'm, not, I'm not trying to shit on this but yeah like it, it, that's why i'm kind of like apprehensive for about this first episode because i'm like you know can i have something here because it's just like in these other gundams and again, the older ones. So I mean, I can't really talk, but you know, you get some kind of setup, at least in the first episode, or you know exactly, you know something of what's going on. This one, you're kind of like, okay, this
0: princess.
1: We're on, Mars. <laughs> this, we're on Mars. This princess wants them to take her to Earth so that she can negotiate some kind of peace deal. Or an independence deal, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, independence deal. So, okay, fine, that's great, I get it. And these other guys are trying to stop them from even getting into space, presumptively. Though, if they have ships, I I can't see them getting into space. But now that they have the Gundam, yeah, you know.
0: Still gotta transport that Gundam and and repair it and stuff.
1: Very true, well... (laughs) That's if they can. But anyways, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, so I, I get that part is great. Okay, fine. We get there's the story. All right. Good. I got that part. We're good. Still confused at why A, all these kids are there. B, why there's just a Gundam randomly in this base. And C, if there is a Gundam randomly in this base, is that why they're there? Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like, does that all make sense? Am, am
2: yeah, I no? But I mean, I'm sure we'll find out more as we yeah I'm as we sure. watch I, with episodes. I, I understand what you're saying completely right. too, because it's like we're treated to that flashback right at the beginning. We're just like, what? What is? Why is this significant? I mean, it's it's setting up the story for it, but it might be right. what you're saying is it might be a little too vague. Like they were trying to be a little uh, br- broad like, with that kind of stuff.
1: I mean, I mean, usually Sunrise maybe i'm saying this wrong but usually sunrise is good about explaining things from what i've seen from most of their anime so i i see that there's probably in the next at least 2 to 3 episodes we'll probably get some more of why this gundam is there but it, it, that was kind of the part that kind of bothered me after watching it cuz i was just like i just don't understand why there's a gundam there but more importantly you know, okay. Yes, they, <laughs> as Jim said, they have that thing on their back uh, that's attached to their spine. I'm guessing. Yeah. That allows them to pilot those other suits.
0: Mobile workers, yeah.
1: Mobile workers, whatever they are. Mobile Which I t- just,
0: I just cringe I looking mobile. at.
1: Yeah, I, I think they're mobile tanks. I, I don't yeah, think that,
0: they do look but, more like tanks.
1: Right. So let's just say mobile tanks for all intensive purposes. Okay. So if they can, he can pilot that. Does that mean that has the same system? Or is – does he just be able to pilot it? Because also while this kid is piloting it, they also don't explain why he's bleeding all over the Gundam. <laughs> we just
2: guys, upholstered you know. that thing. Come on.
0: <laughs>
1: but did you see what I was talking about? Like yeah. he's like he's sitting there piloting the Gundam and that's great. All of a sudden I'm seeing like drip, drip, drip. And I'm like, what? What? What happened? <laughs> like what? OK. He – was the battle that intense he just ripped that Gundam apart in like two seconds how the hell or not Gundam uh, mobile suit the other mobile suit in two seconds how did that happen you know what I mean I'm just sitting there going
2: I'm only the only way I can think of is like since it's connected to his spine it's like more
0: part of it like it's more like probably a more
2: body so right. probably more-
0: it like that it's gonna make him bleed but the, yeah but there is also some kind of mobility that he has there it's not like he's completely caught right, um, right. Because, uh, you know, you can see Johnny Young Bosch's character coming up out of the Gundam and – or out of the uh, mobile armor and, to, uh, you know, surveying the battlefield and, you know, being – Well, it's like
1: he has like, a, he has like a – he has like a – like a gunnery's chair yeah, kind of thing. And there's like – you see like a – if I remember correctly, there's like a wire that goes up in and that attaches to his back. And then he has obviously – the, uh, um, the radio, so to speak, or walkie talkie or whatever you want to call it on his ear, you know, to to communicate with all, all the forces. So, you know, I, I get that part. That part's not anything jarring to me. It's just, you know, I, and maybe I just ripped this episode apart, which I apologize. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I really like when you say Gundam, I really want to I'm interested in how did that Gundam get there? Why is there a Gundam there? How is this kid able to use this Gundam? Because here's the thing. Okay, yes, it sets, you know, the series is set up in the synopsis to say, okay, you know, this child is medically enhanced. It says it in the promo. Great. But guess what? The rest of them are medically enhanced. <laughs> so it's just like, I don't, I, I, okay, so does that mean he? like all of them can use the Gundam or you, do you you understand where my confusion is here? So I need more. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: I need more information. I'm sorry. if I. That's
0: also where, you know, it is the first episode. So we don't need to worry too much about the particulars. Now, the only problem that I have with this is that Mario Kata was on the writing staff for this. And for those of you out there who have been watching the unbearably slow and boring kids, Naiver, this is not a good sign. (laughs) Oh, you're changing your tune now. Oh no, Um, it's, I mean, it was good for a while, but I'm like, okay, I said what I said with the expectation that, okay. this is going to get better, right? No, it's unbearably slow and boring, and it has the completely wrong focus. It shouldn't. You know what? That's another argument for another. T- another I'm thing sorry, for I didn't. Time. I
2: didn't mean to start you up with that. It's just I'm no. actually enjoying that series a little a little more than I was earlier too. So it's kind. of – We can talk about that after the podcast. Right, yeah, <laughs> but no,
0: Let's no let me uh, look Mario Mario Kada has a bad reputation of over over dramatizing things among other among other sins of like, you know, poor writing and this, that and everything else. He's I mean, she is a uh, clearly she is not popular in the anime industry right now because of how she writes uh, right. stuff and how she can overwrite stuff very easily and have the completely wrong focus on stuff. But which, um, which
1: uh, if I can interrupt you for two seconds, mm-hmm. by the way. Voice cast for this this series. <laughs> I, about as good as you can get. <laughs> oh absolutely word. no problems with this. I, I honestly I honestly think that uh Shermie Lee perfect for the princess there. It princess, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. So for Pedelia, uh, I yes, believe. Okay. Yes. Okay. Shermie's uh, um,
1: So, perfect casting. I think Johnny Youngbash perfect casting. Who plays um the his brother?
2: Amika yeah, uh, that's a I, I want to say his last name correctly, but it's Kyle. I think it's Kyle McCary's how you pronounce it. I have to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's, I, he's a virtual. Uh, he seems like a newcomer. I think he was in behind the voice actors, uh, breakthrough male voice Art uh, voice actor for the year two, 2015. OK, so he is new. Um, this oh. I, I think he sounds pretty good as. Um, yeah, Mickey's, no, no, uh, I, I think
1: so, too. I mean, I I, I kind of looked at this character, because you, you kind of connect the dots with some of these other animes, and you go, you know, that kind of looks like something that Bryce Peppenbrook would play, kind of. And then I was, mm-hmm. but the, the person that's, and who was his name again? I'm
2: sorry. Uh, I could I could look it up to be safe, because uh, I've, I've said it wrong before.
0: Who is this? Which character? Uh, Mika. Oh, Mika? Uh, Mikazuki? Yeah, yeah. Right, Mikazuki has been is played by uh, yep, Kyle McCarley. McCarley. Okay. McCarley. So he's still well,
2: I, 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 I apologize he, for uh, the name flub up there, uh, I, McCarley, McCarley.
1: I, I do think he played that like that's the, again, great voice casting there. I, I think this is you know, this is gonna turn out to be a very good dub. So I, I do wanna I do wanna make sure that everybody understands, like, this is a good dub. This is this, this is setting up to be a good storyline. I just don't like what's going on with how they're setting up the backstory because it's kind of like i i, I don't want to assume i want you to tell me
2: so overall it, your first it, impression seems it, to be like a c plus kind of thing paul huh what's that it seems like your first overall impression is like a c plus with room to grow like it, it seems like you think it's promising kind of thing i mean i mean
1: I, okay look I, i'm not stupid it's a gundam series so it's gonna <laughs> get, okay i'm not stupid most of these gundam series turn out to be good some of them are boring and they turn me off but most of them are good, so let's not just sit. Let's not sit here and say that this is a C. No, I no. Say, I just mean
2: first impression wise. You I mean, know, like first you impression wise. First if we're going, episode, if, we're going
1: if we're going, out of ten, I would say this is a seven out of ten. Um, it's a it's a good first episode, but you know, I, I kind of think at, when I when I grade something like out of ten, I kind of say I I kind of take seven as like the average ground. So this is this is your average opening that sets up the series well, but it's not extremely bad and it's not it's not extremely good. It's in the middle. So that's that's where I feel right now. I don't think it's bad, but I also don't think that I'm like, oh my God, I gotta see you know, I I, I gotta keep watching this. I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to continue to watch, but I don't have to if I don't want to. And I want to – I want this to be set up more because once we get more set up and we get a ton more action, you know how I am about anime or cartoons in general. Once you got action, you got me in two seconds.
0: (laughs) But this is also a central thing with Gundam is that it isn't just about the action. It's about the – uh, a lot of it is very political. A lot of, uh, right. you know, wranglings Gundam and stuff League. like that, that enhance, it's a very, it's always been a very anti-war, uh, series. It's always had a strong anti-war and, message and that because of that, it makes the action all the more striking right, given right, it's, right. given its usual anti-war message. Just and, remember Gundam wing, you know, so much. Right, that, right. And, um, and
1: that's um, what I was going to say is this also is definitely like, it has the tone of Gundam wing. You definitely yes. get the feeling you get the feeling that this is going to be a Gundam Wing. I, I I don't know how far this series goes. Twenty-five episodes. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I know it goes twenty-five episodes, but I don't know how far it goes into having uh, any more Gundams show up. But you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of excited to see that happen because I would love to see. I think that this universe has potential, and there again, there is supposed to be a second season of this. Mm. So you know, even if there isn't one during these first twenty-five episodes, like it would be nice to see, like, to have. Uh, this uh, Barbatos have like another Gundam along fighting alongside because mm-hmm. you know I kind of I kind of miss that di- dynamic like having more than one Gundam involved in battles you know what I mean like it it, it happens in a lot of, of these Gundam series where it's just one Gundam mm. but you know it, it's always nice to have more than one so uh, basically what I'm saying here is and then I'll shut up and let these two talk it, <laughs> I like. Uh, this this is not. I'm not shitting on this episode. The only mm-hmm. thing I just want, and again, great casting. And I think the 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 director, um, his his
0: name is Chris, right? I believe it is. I think it's Chris Kaysen. yeah. Yes, Chris, yes. Chris
1: Kaysen. yeah. Um, Chris has done a. This episode was was done great. It was wonderful, wonderful.
0: Yeah. If there was only one thing I could say, it's that so many of the guys sound the same. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's no through no fault of their own. It's just their voices all sound so similar.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is this one, this one they they went all out for from what I've heard. So,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, again, this is it's going to be interesting to see how this, you know, how this series keeps going. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think that by the by, you know, if you talk to me after episode four, I'll probably be like, this is this is getting to be an eight or a nine. I'm, I'm sure that that'll happen. But right now it's it's just a seven. It's you know, and again that that happens typically. The first episode of a lot of series is the first two episodes, I should say, because you know you can have one episode, but usually the second episode wraps up what happened in the first one, and then you know we start into the series. Um, I, you know, I'm into it. I'm going to watch the next episode, and I'm going to continue to watch. But I, I, I'm just hoping that they will, you know, give us something about how this Gundam came to be and why, why the fuck is it in this space just sitting there and why hasn't it been used before? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just where I'm at with that. So.
0: Okay. Well, um, I, I well, that will was say your, that was your very, uh, that's your very long first impressions there, Paul. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure I mean, it,
1: it, This is the first dude. Did you ever think that when we started this shit that we would that we would hear the word Gundam? (laughs) I mean,
0: Uh, we always I I think a lot of us pretty much had the faith that we did have. uh, We would have a Gundam series again, but that's that's neither here nor there, man.
1: Right. But I I mean, I know that we, you
0: know, obviously.
1: Look, when I had the I had the impression that we were going to get a Gundam until Bandai left America. And I'm not talking about the toy side. I'm talking about anime side you know that's when i kind of went okay well this is probably not going to happen because adult swim's not going to let them just go over to japan for no reason and fucking you know <laughs> just go talk to these companies mm-hmm. apparently it adult swim and i'm hope I- i'm guessing it was more turner gave them the money to do this in adult swim but
0: mm-hmm.
1: they were given the money they went over to japan twice and the fruits so far have been ripe so i'm i'm hoping that you know it continues and i'm hoping that this series does turn out to be as good as i've heard it's supposed to be so that that's where i'm at and um you know if if they they want to put another gundam on i don't mind that either <laughs> <laughs> you
0: won't can't have so many gundams one. huh won't yeah. be until the next one it's just gundam just the gundam block anyway um cj what did you think of this first episode it was fun
2: for me to watch it because since I wanted to make sure I could see the premiere, uh, first episode, premiere Saturday, I had to stay at work to watch it. And a couple of coworkers are like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I got. I would need to see the show." So they ended up staying and watching. And uh, one was kind of like, "Well, this is kind of cool. I like seeing giant robots battle. I probably won't watch it again because I don't usually watch anime, but this was pretty cool." So that was fun. Um, I fuck really fuck him. Fuck <laughs> him. By the way, we're going. I I enjoyed um this first episode as like you know a kickoff kind of thing to gundam i'm not the hugest gundam fan of the overall franchise i like g gundam i like gundam wing um there's (laughs) there's probably a couple others in there too that i'm just not thinking of off the top of my head but i don't i haven't gone out of my way to really like get into the gundam lore so to say Mm -hmm. so to me this is kind of like a this is kind of like a whole new experience uh (laughs) coming into this
1: cj me and you are on the same page on that okay i'm not like i'm not like deep in the gundam universe but i know my gundam
2: right (laughs) right right so no so i mean it was it was nice um to see i i enjoyed some of the comedy that was just like unintentional like when we see protesters in bikinis pretty much i was (laughs) like everyone everyone was going like this is protesting done right (laughs) (laughs) we need to start doing this more in real life which I, I found amusing. I enjo- I am so pumped for this dubcast too. It makes me think of like, it, it really feels star-studded, you know. You know what I am saying? I mean, you got Bryce, you got Johnny, you got Jeremy. I mean, you got these. You got Cassandra Lee Morris in there too. Uh, Eric Heimer. Uh, it's just, it seems so star-studded, which is which is great. And I've seen, It seems to be like Gundam itself is one of those shows and one of those franchises where it's a big deal and people are going to make time to watch like a lot of, uh, people that I don't normally think are watching Toonami were watching this show.
1: Yes. I I will say this. There is some people that I interact with. That's, uh, with the other podcasts I do, two strangers, one podcast that I know one in particular, his name is Will. Um, he's a huge Gundam fan. He has mobile, he has like models and shit and I know for a fact you probably watched this episode. So i am we're recording this on Monday. Tomorrow is when the ratings come out. I'm really, really hoping that the ratings on this are high. Typically, DBZ in this time slot gets between 1.3 million viewers to 1.5. So I'm expecting at least that. Um, I'm kind of hoping for 1.7, 1.8 is what I'm
0: hoping for. Oh, I don't think it will happen. way too high, man.
1: No, I know that's way too high, but I'm kind of hoping that it does that because I, I want to, you know, this is, if you look at, if you look on Tsunami's Facebook page, that promo for that Gundam series has over 100,000 views on it. 100,000 views. That tells you something.
0: Yeah, I mean, 100,000 people probably will, <laughs> one person might have watched it 100,000 times. We knew it was you, Jim. We knew it was you. But
2: but I'm just (laughs) saying to you like – Like it's Kansas City Royals going on right here. (laughs) But
1: I mean in all all seriousness, like that tells you something. When you start seeing analytics like that, that tells you that this series is probably going to be big on Tsunami. Now, I'm not saying that this series is going to get 2 million viewers on its – first episode okay that's not what i'm saying and i'm not saying definitively that it should get 1.7 1.5 what do i what i expect is between 1.3 and 1.5 million i would like it to be higher i hope it does get higher especially as we get into the series and you know i i kind of do hope it does hit 2 million at least once do i think it's going to happen i don't know i have to watch these ratings and see how they go but if they continue to go up this series is going to be huge. People, mm-hmm. That's that's the number one thing that people have asked for since Toonami's come back, a Gundam series. Mm. Now, some people some people may have wanted Gundam Wing or G Gundam, but why would you do that? You can get <laughs> a new series. Plus, I don't even know if they have the rights to the English dubs of those. I mean, it's hard enough for fucking *DiscoTech* to get the English dub of Ronin
0: Warriors. Supposedly, maybe- supposedly. Let me stop you there. Uh, yeah. Supposedly, they haven't. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but I th- uh, maybe I'm getting it mixed up with another series. But supposedly, they don't have the HD remaster of Gundam Wing ready uh, yet for uh, Blu-ray.
1: Well, we we talked about G Gundam, and they're they're
0: G Gundams. They're working on G Gundam. Right. Uh, I don't know if they've done that for Gundam Wing yet. And if there's one thing that Toonami's wanted to do is that if there is something to be had in HD, they want it in HD.
1: So, uh, well, I, I mean, uh, Jim, I, I love the idea of having Gundam back on this, se- back on Toonami or even G Gundam, but let's let's not yeah. try to get people's hopes up for that. Um, I would say that we're going to continue to get new new uh, Gundam series after Iron Blooded Orphans.
2: I would, hopefully I, it has to I, do. Hopefully well. it's the second season. You know, right?
1: Right. Well, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I think that's why they got it too. Is because this is going to lead into. Right around where they have the the second season. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm I'm kind of thinking that's where their thinking is at. So we'll see. But uh, and sorry to interrupt you there, CJ. But you know, I, I think fine. you know, like the ratings, like this is this is going. This is what I've been waiting for. This is I've been waiting for something to preempt the the block to move up and to get where it's at right now. I would have loved to have three to three thirty, but I will take this and run with it okay and i just just briefly i wanted to say too you know we were kind of talking about this today you know the possibility of this block being moved up you know with samurai jack coming the problem that we that we face here is where to put samurai jack and you know it makes us all it makes some of us starting to think that maybe 11 o'clock is possible here i think it is I think Gundam has started to open up these possibilities and I'm not going to go into that 11 o'clock thing. We'll do that topic a different no, day. It's
0: one week guys. Come on. This yeah. is just the first week. Right, of Right, Gundam, right, right. And and We're just, making I, a ton of it. We're making way too many assumptions here.
2: I just right. thought that was the plan altogether. Anyway, yeah, no. putting Jack at <laughs> no. 11, regardless of Gundam or anything.
1: Right, right, right. But I, I, think that, I think that the way that things are going right now is very, is, is really good. I think that having Gundam at midnight is Wonderful. And I think that it's also wonderful that it's right next to Hunter Hunter because the ratings feel – the ratings will be tremendously good in that time hour, So in that in that hour of uh, anime. So it's going to be great to see what happens here. Um, mm-hmm. But continue, CJ. <laughs> well,
2: thank you, Paul. That was that was a great interruption. <laughs> thank you. I try. Uh, but it, it was fun. Like I really like the design of uh, Barbatos. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, that Gundam looks so sweet. Absolutely sweet. Um, other than that, I mean, it, I'm kind of along the lines where it's like I, I want to see where this is going. Because I watched uh, subs, I want to say around seven to eight episodes. And s- after a while, I was kind of like, there this, when I heard it was being dubbed, I was like, okay, this has to be coming up somewhere. Whether it be on Toonami or something else. So I kind of stopped so I wouldn't, like, ruin the or, you know, I wouldn't diminish uh, watching it on Toonami or wherever it would be, so I kind of stopped. So I'm not sure where it will go. It looks fun. Uh, the characters seem cool. At least um, the, the important characters seem cool, you know, like Orga. <laughs> I mean, he seems pretty badass in my opinion. So, I mean, that, that, that's all I, I need. I need some kick-ass characters, some sweet uh, action going on with the mobile suits, and I'm a happy guy. I, I was curious on... Uh, Considering that the first episode didn't have the open, are we going to have a shortened open or no open for episode two? Even though they technically didn't show it, <laughs> I'm curious how that'll work.
0: Because mm-hmm.
2: you so, know they'll shorten it after they at least after the first episode if it's shown.
0: Yeah, exactly. What I've noticed uh, uh, recently is that a lot of series aren't showing their uh, um, openings like from the first episode. So yeah.
2: So I mean, who, who knows? It was just a, a little thing I thought of, but hey. Mm-hmm. As as I saw on Twitter, Gundam is back. Yes, back where it belongs. Space is the place, as we've heard long before uh, we were on this podcast or this podcast even started. So it, it, it's it's great.
0: Better, but what's even better, and a touch that I really really enjoy, is that they've they're using Gundam Wings bump music. Yeah, yeah, that that's is a touch true. that I really really liked. I, I can't I can't agree
2: with you more on that point. You know, so it's. It, I, I'm looking forward to how it goes. Like, I did, I, I will say I did get a little like, oh, it's pretty much like the same as Old Noah Zero, but really it's Old Noah Zero is the same as Gundam. Well. You know, well, Gundam it, it got that Noah from Zero, Gundam, well. so not the <laughs> other way around. It's just I happen to be uh, watching that series now, and it's like, I'm. Ver- it, it felt like I'm watching virtually the same thing. I have a feeling this Gundam will be better, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, so that nothing wrong with that. It's just an observation that I had personally.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So we go to the iron blooded orphans talkbacks. Uh, the first one isn't a talkback, but I felt it needed to be included. So this is from Jason himself. Heartening to see so many people tweeting about having never seen a Gundam series before and enjoying Gundam iron blooded orphans. That's basically the point. (laughs) (laughs) Blunt as usual, but very, very true. From Alan Gamino458, it's like Gundam Wing all over again.
2: Yeah, in I mean, a sense. In a I, sense. Feel like, I feel like Jim's kind of hammered that
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> At Otaku LCS says, Seeing DBZ Kai and Gundam IBO together is a true slap of nostalgia. All we need is Sailor Moon Crystal. How oh, I wish that was happening. <laughs> Talk about some of the most
2: recognizable franchises. Like, if, if that ever happened. And it was like back to back to back. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. The
0: nostalgia. That would have been fantastic. Oh, that'd be that'd be great. It would would be at MXA ghost says the first Gundam of episode of Gundam I D B O was a action packed robot smack and thrill ride that I did not want to end. No one ever wants them to end. If there's one thing Gundam does well, it's first episodes. And at jcmono 5 says, there is but one way to properly pilot a mobile suit or mobile worker, and that way is shirtless. I mean, I do a lot of things like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean,
2: I thought it was – it was different for me just because, like, aren't they normally clothed? I mean, again, I've only seen – Yeah, normally
0: they're in, like, you know, either in their street clothes or in, like, spacesuits or something. Yeah, like the spandex stuff, like in G Gundam, right? Uh, that's a bit of an extreme example, but I will say that yes, there is usually a lot of like uh, spacesuits and stuff.
2: Yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting that they decided to go in a different uh, direction where you needed to like connect your spine to it. So obviously mm-hmm. you'd have to be shirtless. I don't think you can find a lot of like holes in a shirt at like Target or something.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they actually. Um, I think they mentioned how. Um, Rough that is, how rough it is, or how it's outdated technology, or something like that. So, I don't know. Clearly, they have this universe has the technology for mobile suits and for Gundams, which means you can sit into it and you don't have to be connected to it. All right. So, so clearly, this might be like outdated technology or something like that. Think Mass Effect with uh, biotics and stuff like that. If you've, uh, for those of you that have played Mass Effect out there.
1: What? What's Mass Effect? I
2: think it's I think it's a cellular uh, like it's like Verizon kind of thing.
1: <laughs> oh God, I hate you.
2: <laughs> you hate me for a lot of things, and I I know the first one, but I won't I won't get into that because you'll just be like I don't want to talk about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways. So that will do it for Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. Uh, we can only hope for the best going forward. Um, and continually, fans need to raise their flags. And hopefully uh, this series doesn't get ruined by Mario Kata like uh, Kizuna Iver did. <laughs> and isn't again, this she, one's in the past. Isn't she writing another simulcast, too? I don't know offhand. All I know so, is that she ruined Kizuna Iver, something that was ridiculously promising and didn't go in the direction it should have. <laughs> So we've got some more talkbacks from both Hunter Hunter and from other shows. Uh, first of all, who saw Hunter Hunter this week? I did. How'd you like it? Can you give us uh, a quick? Can you give us a very quick overview? Yeah, it was just pretty much uh, the Chairman
2: Netero having. No, oh, that was
0: a,
1: too slow.
2: Oh so, okay. <laughs> the, chairman, the Chairman Netero was playing a keep away game with Gon and Kiliwa, and you get to see uh, kind of in action how. Gifted, these two uh, kids are. Their potential is really, really amazing. So it was, it was fun to watch.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Good episode as usual. Oh, and people died. Yay! Killua killed some people. Like just cold-hearted. <laughs> you even learn a little bit about his background too. About assassin, uh, his family is a group, as uh, a family of assassins. So nice. that was also interesting to know. But that that was pretty much uh, Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that was definitely interesting to see him do that. Like I, I was because I, I had. I had to record these episodes because you know my boss can't just be happy and not put me on Saturdays <laughs> um which I'll talk about that I'll talk about something good involving that later but um mm-hmm. yeah I mean uh, I'm liking Hunter Hunter I, I have to say that like it I know we're gonna be checking in every once in a while because this series is so long but next time we check in I gotta really
2: just be like yeah this series should have been on there a long time ago well, it it's took fun. until 2011 to reboot it, so I mean, come on. It was good.
0: That's true. Exactly. So, uh, we have some Hunter Hunter talkbacks. At Khaki Blue Sox says, so what have we learned tonight? Gon is more powerful with his shoes off, and his head is made of depleted uranium.
2: <laughs> yeah, Gon cheated, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> At Rob Barracuda says, damn, I haven't seen that many kilowas since that time I got fucked up on shrooms.
2: That, w- that was a cool little trick that he did, too, because you see that in all different types of uh, anime with, like, someone's moving so fast that uh, you see, like, copies of them. This was different where it was, like, a hypnotic slow walk where all of a sudden you start seeing all the was mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. It's one of my favorite kind of, like, cliche action like techniques kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've always liked, like, so fast or... S- so elusive that you see like copies of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Slow, slow beam.
2: I even liked it. I even liked it in an Assassination Classroom with Koro Sensei doing it. So I mean, it's, it's one of it's just one of those things that I've enjoyed.
0: For some reason, the only thing I could think of when you said that was uh, Foxy's slow, slow beam in uh, One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that geez. one does not count. I'm sorry. <laughs> I,
2: I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the character. Believe it or not, I thought he was hilarious. But uh, no, I am not
0: counting that. <laughs> <laughs> And at Dragon Knight five oh five says, "There's something sinister about Hisoka." Really? You don't say. Mm-hmm. Really? Anyway,
2: are you doing the Miz right
0: now? No. <laughs> 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 Piece of shit can't fucking rustle.
2: Wait, 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 whoa. wait. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not start that. Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, so on to the miscellaneous talkbacks for the rest of the block. At Killatubby says, uh, "says Orochimaru." He's violating my safe space. At Khaki Blue says, again, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought since Shippuden was out of fillers, it was supposed to be better. You lie! Jim,
2: did you really write that and you just put someone else's Twitter handle on that? (laughs) I swear, I I wasn't
0: even awake for uh, (laughs) Shippuden. You probably did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You probably did.
0: At Rinku 588 says, Come on, Jim. Even you got to admit this episode of Samurai Shampoo used zombies well. <laughs> That's right. I refuse. Aww. The one blemish on Samurai Champloo. They lowered themselves to a zombie episode. Khaki Blue Socks one more time, saying, What other host would remind the viewers, Hey, yeah, bro, we started earlier. It's cool, though. Only Tom, only Toonami.
2: I know, I'm wondering how many DBZ fans were like, This isn't Gohan!
0: Yeah, watch the fucking show, plebs. Watch the fucking show anyway, plebs.
1: Simmer down, Jim. Come on.
0: I like riled up, Jim. And at Derek Sicking says, quick, let's have a a, either a stand. It says standing, but I think he might mean staring quick. Let's have a standing contest to see who will last longest during this story arc. I don't know if you mean standing, staring. I don't know. I didn't see the episode, so it's hard for me to say. I just didn't care. (laughs) <laughs> I, it's stuff I've seen so many
2: times already I'll walk I mean it's on don't get me wrong I'm not yeah. gonna I mean I'm not making it home but I make sure my brother has the tv on for it you know so that way I can walk right in and it's Tsunami's on so it, it's on in my house I just DBZ it's just that it's just they. it's it's important to lead off the block with it just because it's DBZ you know mm-hmm.
0: very true very true so that's gonna do it for our recaps and talkbacks and fun stuff like that. Uh, now we have some news, some very special some very uh, little news, but it's enough and it starts right now. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Tsunami Tumblr. This is Tsunami News powered by tsunamifaithful.com. So, um this isn't really related to Tsunami, it's tangentially related. Um Right Stuff is doing a Tsunami weekly special as of the time of this recording. So, a lot of stuff that has been on Tsunami is on sale at rightstuff.com. Our that favorite- includes
2: uh mangas, uh, a couple of Blu-rays and DVDs of shows that have were formerly or possibly still on if I'm oh, well, Actually,
0: no, I don't think it's any shows that are still on anymore. Well, the first one I saw was Akame Got Kill, probably because, well, alphabetical.
2: But Right, right, <laughs> but I was trying to think, because uh, uh, it, it's not Naruto. Oh, wait, there might be some Shippuden DVDs in there. Yes, there is. There. I, I yeah.
1: think there's uh, the first set of Shippuden. There's a couple regular Naruto in there, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: I saw Soul Eater in there. Yeah, Soul uh, Eater
2: manga, Black Lagoon manga.
1: Uh, Blue Exorcist was in there. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I saw.
0: Dimension I W, monster. What you want? What? What you want? Oh, snap. Jesus Christ, Caboose. Way to answer your fucking phone. Caboose. I just got home. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I was at work. Well, I guess Caboose is here. Caboose, everybody. Oh, hey. <laughs>
2: he invaded. <laughs>
0: Shoot
2: we thought you were playing overwatch
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like I just came I just came from work yeah work being uh, playing overwatch and fapping to (laughs) diva
1: shots fired hey guy (laughs) Hmm? diva's not all (laughs) right right, but anybody everybody else shut up Jim keep talking
0: yes so uh, so yes there's plenty of things on sale at right stuff because well you know uh, tsunami stuff on right stuff Tsunami tangentially related stuff on Right Stuff for Sale. Yes, go buy it. You'd love it. Uh, Also, speaking of Gundam, After War Gundam X is available now uh, as part of the giant release project that Right Stuff has made for Gundam. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, Gundam X is the show after Gundam Wing came out in 1996. It's very 90s from all of the reviews I've read. And, um, it's a show that, it's the show that Tsunami wanted after Gundam Wing, but Sunrise forced the original Mobile Suit Gundam on them, which, well, <laughs> see how that worked out. Sometimes you just do not know, guys. Sometimes, you know, the distributor does not know better. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it. Um... It's uh, I I love this these Gundam re-releases because even though they're not dubbed there's it's a way for us to actually get formal releases and streams later I hope and um, in Blu-ray yes a lot of stuff is on Blu-ray not everything's on Blu-ray yet but that's true right? but uh, I'm sure we will see a lot of a lot more we will continue to see more and more and more Gundam in the future I'm hoping there will be some kind of compilation Blu-ray. Of Gundam Unicorn in the future because that's a show I've wanted to watch but it's been way too expensive. I refuse to pay forty fifty bucks for one episode. <laughs> oh jeez, one or two episodes, yeah. So, um, with that out of the way, we come to our topic. It's Viz Talk this week because Viz has been the one making headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been revealed today that Viz has been um, has a li- picked up licenses for distribution for. All kinds of One Punch Man merchandise here in the West. I have the
1: list of all those. Then let us hear it, Paul. So, Viz. I actually was talking a little bit about this on Twitter. Um, pretty much what what Viz is doing right now is they're doing what's called uh, product licensing. Licensing partners, right now, is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, what that means is, they're the people that are getting these licenses are allowed to sell their products or. I guess print stuff with One Punch Man on it. So, and that's what we're talking about here is One Punch Man. Uh, let me let me read the the uh, press release. Viz Media is excited to announce an array of product licensing partners for the hit property One Punch Man. Products from these partners are carried by some of the nation's leading retailers, and fans can catch these cool collectibles soon. Uh, and here's a, here's a list of five, and then I just got another one today, so I'll get to that one in a minute uh the first five is uh atta dash boy uh they're doing magnets and buttons BioWorld is doing underwear underpants wait <laughs> what lounge loungewear and apparel accessories mm. uh, great eastern is doing accessories and novelties isaac morris is doing a appare- apparel and accessories trends is doing uh Full color collectible posters, Uh, and let me get to the one I just got today. This is a lot of stuff. And this is this is these are just additional ones that they just added today. Uh, Just funky. I have never heard of that before. (laughs) Uh, Drinkware and accessories. That's probably shot glasses. That's probably (laughs) Darrell. Yeah, let's do Um, it. Tequila,
0: tequila slammers in a shot glass, please. This
1: is a funny one. Uh, Buckle down. Go ahead.
0: I love shot glasses.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm
0: sure you do because you're drunk all the time. But (laughs) anyway. Too drunk to answer his Skype. I was at work. I just. You work? Yes, I do work.
1: Wait, 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 wait. You come out of the basement?
0: Yes, I do
2: work. (laughs) (laughs) I need the monies. Can I I say surprise caboose is the best kind of caboose?
1: (laughs) I mean, I did bring up the rear, (laughs) in a sense. All right. anyways continue <laughs> uh this one's interesting uh buckle down uh they're making belt buckles Oh, cool. Uh, cool. just toys uh laser cut keychains trading cards stickers and sticker stickers Damn. and sticker albums uh dog tags and more rabbit ta- it's t-a-n-a-k-a
0: rabbit tanaka
1: Okay, they're making LED lights, mirror art blocks, mirror art blocks, uh, wood wall plaques. Um, Ultra Pro is play mats, uh, deck protectors, uh, deck boxes, binders, etc. And then uh, the last one is Zag Toys is making mini figures, mini bubble heads. It says bubble heads, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say bobbleheads, heads, but it does say bubble heads. Mm. Uh Pencil toppers, plush beanies, and more. So the reason why I read that whole list and why we're talking about this is because you don't really see that.
2: No, <laughs> not this that is many. pretty much banking on that this show is yeah. so popular and so uh, mainstream that all these types of products are in demand right. for people who are fans of the show. So that's no. kind of what they're – and that's a good sign too if they're that confident with all no. of those deals that they're making.
1: Now, you – both of you have – well, maybe Caboose too. Like you guys have seen the sub of One Punch Man, right?
2: Yes.
0: Yes. OK. Mm-hmm.
1: So does it does it end on episode 12 with yes. it just ending or does is there a possibility of more episodes? Oh, absolutely There's There's possibility. More, yeah.
0: But they okay. were pretty committed in saying that there were only going to be 12 episodes of One Punch Man. Um, I mean it could happen – I hope it does, but I'm sort of not counting it's on gonna it.
2: It's going to be a long time because it comes out, what, monthly on Weekly Shonen Jump? So it's not like a, a thing where it's like One Piece or My Hero no. Academia where no, it's a it's new chapter a every weekly,
0: week. No, it's not a true weekly show, uh, weekly uh, um, production like, say, uh, one, like say um, yeah, like you said, One Piece or anything else in Weekly Shonen Jump. Uh, actually, is it even in shonen jump because usually that kind yes. of stuff no it is. It, i
2: just in the not this monday but last week it was back
0: okay so i know that um blue exorcist is uh, monthly and is published in shonen jump like that
2: Yes. so uh, I, where i'm
1: trying to go with this is it seems like wherever the english dub and i'm just assuming here it seems like wherever the english dub is going to go they're expecting to bank on this pretty substantially especially with I mean, I, honestly, like, you kind of see this stuff with, like, if you remember back in the day, um, He-Man, uh, Thundercats, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pokemon? Uh, Pokemon, yes. Pokemon was there, too. <laughs> um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Playing card game. Um, the actual playing card game. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, you're kind of... I don't know. I, I'm kind of wondering... Th- this gives me, like... More of a thought process that this might be on Toonami more than something else, but you know, as we know, a lot of Viz properties go to
2: Hulu. So, well, to, to counter kind of your part on that, like there was people who thought that Hunter Hunter was going to be on Hulu, and then look what right. happened. Right, so, we were
1: talking about that on Twitter today. yes. right, um,
2: and it's it's one of those things where I do remember, and Jim can uh, verify this as well. Viz wants to put shows on Toonami, you know. Yeah. They don't just want it to be like Naruto and that's it. Well, they do want to put shows that I anime mean, mold on the block, and clearly they've proven that with Hunter Hunter recently.
1: Right, but and but you have to also take into consideration too. Um, you do have Netflix out there that is actively now in Japan trying to scoop up anime and do their own original anime, as even as we're talking right now. Um, and you also have Hulu who i mean i guess you guys could talk about that because i know you guys wanted to talk about it i'm not so familiar about what happened but they
2: started trying to take down anime and then they didn't i'm kinda yeah, get- yeah, yeah we I can we can didn't. get into that that we can get into that in a second but for the for the one punch man uh kind of like looking into the who's going to be able to broadcast it right it, when it comes to like you were saying with the netflix exclusive and hulu stuff as well I mean, they could easily work out a deal that coincides with Toonami as well, where it's like after the first couple episodes play, they can then start putting it on Hulu to promote me, their brand as well. Let kind
1: me ask this thing, question. like that. Because I, I wasn't paying attention when the sub came out. Was, Crunchy, was Crunchyroll one of the ones that played it or –
0: no, no, was, I was uh, on Hulu uh, and Dice Key. Dice, K. Okay, so or it, Dice Key. Okay, so Dice Key. so that Dice doesn't
1: key. that does not make me <laughs>
2: feel confident about this. Okay, well, I mean that's I, true because you're right with Hunter Hunter. It was also on Crunchyroll too. Right. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, it feels like, like, like I've said in the past,
1: it feels like when Crunchyroll plays a series, and normally it's the sub, you get Tsunami having the English dub. It's almost like they're work, working in. Uh, tangent it's almost it's almost working like they're working the same way like okay yes we had the sub so come see the sub over here but we really want you to go watch it on tsunami because
2: i just it's hard for me to believe that something as big as uh one punch man won't be on the block like for an exclusive right, thing because I, I, I think that limits the audience i think it should go on both and there's only really one block that shows right. action anime you well, know and, and,
1: and, and i think it, i think what Gives me a little bit more of con- a little bit more confidence that it might be coming to not just these press releases, but also the fact that you, you know, Jason and Gil both went over to, to Japan twice. It makes me think that even if they weren't able to talk to Viz, they could probably talk. And it, it's it's more complicated over in Japan when it comes to Viz because it's really it, I, it, anybody that's not familiar with the situation. Viz is made up of two companies in Japan, and the funny thing about those two companies, and I don't know what their names are off the top of my head, um, these two companies that run Viz here in the United States are actually competitors in Japan. So it's at least that's what it was before. I don't know if that's still the case. Um, but so it, it would, it's going to be interesting to see, like – and I don't know – who did – who um, – what company put out One Punch Man?
0: That was Madhouse, uh, Madhouse. yeah. They, Madhouse, uh, okay. And it was absurdly good-looking, even though it supposedly so, had the same budget as everything else that season. So,
1: so maybe, you know, that's the thing. Like maybe, maybe Jason and them went to Madhouse directly and said, look, we want to do this. Let's make the deal and let's, you know, make that happen. I'm not saying that did happen. I'm just saying that with them going over and being able to get Gundam, being able to... Let's see what well, it was. It was fully cool-y, Um And that came out of Japan. So for getting those two, you know, it makes me think that we're going to get some other things coming out. Uh, I don't know what that would be. And it could actually be some stuff that we don't know about yet. But because of One Punch Man being so popular and people asking for that so much, I can't see this. And I can't see them and not least at least trying to get it. You know, and if it happened in Japan, great. If they had to go to Viz directly here, whatever. You know, I, I see them trying to work that deal out as much as possible. And I think, and I really do think that Turner would give them the money and, you know, say, fuck you, Hulu, and take it from them.
2: You know what I mean? So, well, considering I, what was originally thought happening at Hulu, it might not be that hard. And I know Jim can kind of like segue into the yeah, main please. topic of what we were thinking about for today's podcast.
1: Yes.
0: So, um, speaking of that, speaking of that topic, uh, I'm sure it was all over the Twitters and all over the internets the last few weeks. (laughs) The Twitters. Yeah. (laughs) There was a supposed Hulu anime purge, and I mean a ridiculous... I mean, this wasn't just one or two series expiring like Fullmetal Alchemist and, you know, a couple other things. This was a full-blown purge.
2: No, this was an accurate description of what was going on.
0: Huh. Exactly. This was a full-blown purge that almost happened. Uh, there is a humongous list from the fandom post on all the major... Um, all the major manufacturer, all the major um, publishers... Um, stuff like from aniplex like bake monogatsuri nisei monogatsuri um awari monogatsuri persona four golden uh one thing that really that made me a little sad was rod the tv ended up expiring uh because well even though i have it on dvd i know it's a fantastic show i wish more people had been able to see it yeah uh, this is this, Samara
2: this was supposed to happen on June 1st. So we're already past that date now. So mm-hmm. don't worry. Don't worry. Jim will explain why there's not as much to worry about.
0: Supposedly, there was a massive fan outcry. And also, um, there was probably something that had to be done regarding like maybe a renegotiation of contracts or something like that. If I had to take a guess, um, it, uh, it was almost all of their anime, and Hulu didn't really announce any initiative to purge themselves of anime. Or to tell fans that this was going to happen either. Right. According to Justin Savakis, who is very connected within the industry, he runs the Answer Man blog on um, Anime News Network, uh, It's all it was something of an open secret uh, that less than 20% of the anime titles on the service bring in 80% of the views. And they said, it's speculation. He says, this is speculation, but Hulu's management was likely looking to streamline things in anticipation of their big launch. Somebody upstairs almost certainly looked at all the man hours spent cataloging, quality checking, ingesting, encoding, reporting viewership numbers and reporting to music rights organizations, paying royalties, and all the other stuff that comes with hosting shows. And they said, sure, Naruto and a handful of other shows are popular, but holy crap, look at all this stuff nobody is watching. We're wasting all these resources and anime, and it's just sitting there. So, yeah, there's probably – he's probably right. There was a hell of a lot of anime just sitting there. and I would agree. It almost reminds me – there's a lot of anime that I would probably look on there and discover even today. It's like, holy shit, Hulu had this? Right. There's probably – it's probably the same thing with Netflix because Mm -hmm. there's a
1: lot of stuff on there, not just anime but – cartoons in general. I think Netflix's
2: catalog is a little bit shorter compared to Hulu. I think why this is such a big deal was
0: just like considering how much more content Hulu has used to have everything. And then uh, it went to this was a number of years ago. Netflix used to have everything. Then it went to Hulu. And now Hulu mm -hmm. is streamlining themselves. It's not a full blown purge like it used to be. They don't just But it seems like they just want the hits. But unfortunately, um, it looks like this is going to lead to further fragmentation Of The anime streaming market because one of the big complaints that I hear a lot of the time is that I can't pay for everything I would like to have a very a central place to watch all of my anime Which is why Hulu was such a popular option because they were getting a lot of the newer stuff, especially from Funimation Plus and and viz and viz plus a lot of the older stuff but um, there's also um, There's a couple of updates to this article uh, well, at first he says, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why people still buy the discs. It was only a matter of time before something like this happened. We kind of had something like that happen a number of years ago with Crunchyroll. They lost the rights to Nisei, to um, Joe and a few other series, which if you haven't seen Joe, find a way to watch it because that show is friggin' hilarious. Right. Uh, here are the updates from um, Justin. Hulu contacted ANN to inform us that despite our observation that they were flagged for removal, *Chobits* and *Last Exile* will remain on the site. Yippee! Those are two good series. Separately, Viz has informed me that some of their titles have been flagged for a removal in error, and they have confirmed with Hulu that their catalog that their catalog will not be affected because Viz has a lot of money tied up. In yeah, that's Hulu.
2: that's why I found this so like
0: interesting and intriguing to see how it was
2: going to play out because like Viz. Kind of like heavily uses Hulu for streaming their stuff. You know, they like, moved,
0: They had their own thing for a while in Neon right. Alley, which was kind of like, which kind of was like the Toonami channel that we have all envisioned for a long, long time. <laughs> they had a they had a linear, uh, they had a linear traditional system for uh you know. Viewing stuff for viewing shows. You could watch shows at an appointed time, and later they added the on-demand option, which was only f- like five episodes per week, but it was still better than the current alter- than the alternative. Whereas I have to watch. If I miss it, I have to wait for it to go around the horn and come back again. And then here's the second update. As a very early Saturday morning, uh, this article was posted on the tw- on May 27th, which means that. Uh, probably meant uh, that either June 4th or maybe something like that. I'm not entirely sure. But, uh, as a very early Saturday morning, a good number of expiring titles from Funimation, Sentai, Anime Network, and TMS, as well as titles from Viz and Toei are now no longer set to expire on June 1st. I doubt we'll ever know for sure what happened, but it appears that The Purge is now not quite as extreme as it was feared to be. There are still many shows that will be removed on that date, however. I believe some of them were the uh, from TMS were some of the um, or at least one of the Lupin, nope, no, no lupon series. Okay. But yeah, I had stuff like, it. looks well, like really
2: Antiplex was the one that was hit the most, honestly. Like after right. the purge kind of stopped as I'm looking at it right now. Bondi and it Dye also was sucks that Reader die is now out of Hulu. That was yeah. a great show.
0: Bondi's stuff was pretty much, uh, it was pretty much purged, but, right. um, also anime network lost a lot of stuff like uh chan but a lot of the stuff you haven't heard of the only stuff i heard of is uh abino bashi which i have on dvd uh mezzo which i've heard of um mythical detective loki ragnarok a pretty obscure series from the mid 2000s what makes me sad is uh the pat labor series were purged unfortunately yeah or were they Yep, they were, because uh, I'm just clicking on these links as they show up, because I couldn't possibly go through everything. Uh, and Funimation also lost Baldur Force EXE, Beambo Gamiga, Chaos Head, which was incomplete to start with, Coyote Ragtime, uh, Eureka 7, but not Astral Ocean, probably because Eureka 7 was under, uh, it was uh, still kind of Bandai's show, Fractale, which wasn't that good to start with and um a lot of others i'm just going to skim this to see what they got ping pong the animation well that was actually still pretty new but people seem to like it
2: uh, and this kind of shows like the darker side of streaming where if you rely on this to see your anime and like to keep like backlogging like we all do because you know i backlog stuff whether it be on physical media or on uh, streaming stuff this is kind of the 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 aspect of streaming that kind of hurts and if you used hulu exclusively to see your anime this this was a nightmare and like it, it, it you could you could feel the pain that a lot of people who use hulu for anime was feeling like mm-hmm. they were they weren't happy and i can understand that you don't want to have something that you like taken away with no warning and no real chance to really finish up but it, like i say it's just it's it's something that we have to think about when it comes to streaming Exactly. They don't have
0: these right. You know, uh, the streaming companies do not have these rights in perpetuity.
2: And can I say that? Doesn't it feel like a lot of rights seem to be just not renewed lately? And I know I might be just like kind of more sensitive to it because Alchemist and what's been happening with Funimation and Aniplex, Mm -hmm. like the Aniplex titles that went to Funimation or whatnot, kind of thing. But doesn't it? it, Then this kind of comes up. With hulu and i'm wondering like do do you have any idea of why you think this
0: is happening more often or at least it feels like it's happening more often i think it might be because um if these are expiring on if these things are expiring on hulu but not on the individual publishers websites it might be because they want greater control over and a greater cut of the money coming in from streaming monies right i just it makes me
2: think because like with with Funimation, they have their own website to stream stuff. I'm surprised that, like, other like other providers here, like Aniplex and Viz and all some, don't have, like, Viz.com slash stream to do it, instead of, like, having to go to Hulu or having to go to Crunchyroll to see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm surprised that they haven't thought, like, oh, you know, this might be working for Funimation. Why don't we try it with us kind of thing instead of a partnership, which in turn probably costs more money. Because like Funimation probably has more control over how they stream their stuff, of course. <laughs> when you look at fu- Full Metal, you're kind of just like, wait, really? Do they have all the control? It's, it's just it's weird. It's it's kind of weird. And I think the Hulu supposed purge kind of opened more eyes to like how dangerous. Uh, a dangerous game we are playing if we solely rely on streaming
0: exactly um i mean there's a reason why my anime shelf is as large as it is because you know they almost lost uh i mean hulu almost lost Bakemonogatsuri. it wasn't an hd but you know it was easier for me to get the it was easier for me to uh, see that especially with anaplex stuff i mean it's easy it's easier and cheaper for me to go watch Bakemonogatari, even though it's mm-hmm. not going to look phenomenal um which it does on blu-ray it really does i swear <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and um caboose approved <laughs> but also look at all these uh, i mean all these other great shows like for example Monica magica that isn't gonna be streaming forever um <laughs> Escaflone, that has never streamed um i see like uh you know the original Digimon series. I see Bubblegum Crisis. That's never streamed. Macross. Well, that's a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> we could we could do, we could do, devote an entire show to the legal troubles that Macross has been going through here in the U.S. Um, but yeah, Rosafon was flagged for removal at one point. Um, so uh, Evangelion. That's never streamed. So you know, there's a lot of stuff that you know I can just look at my anime collection. I can see. A ton at least you know 15 20 25 series that i own not have either not have ever been streamed at all or had their stuff had their uh, rights you know taken away at some point i've got pat labor on my shelf that's not streaming anymore and this isn't and a shame like and the fans who, who, a who do stream show. you know
2: like, we get it. Like, not everyone can go out and get these discs, and, it, and, like, these subscriptions are probably an easier alternative to be able to see the kind of stuff. It's just, it, it's worrisome the fact that, like, if Hulu was all rearing to go to do this until, like, things got fixed. And again, it was weird seeing that a lot of Viz titles were going, like Capellian at one point and, like, Inuyasha and things. It's like,
0: with all the money that um, Viz has put it, has right. sunk into it, it's like, you'd think that Hulu would you know, keep that would be, you know, very deep in contact with them and to, to, let them know. And to be
2: fair, I get Who's point of view, too, where it's like, look, it, people are seeing One Punch Man and Naruto and Sailor Moon, you know, like it, the big Viz titles and like the big titles that they have of, from other publishers. And it's like, why? Why do we need to keep, you know, paying yeah, for something watching. that like five people are watching compared to like just keeping the hits? That are going to be getting, you know, so much more money. I, I get what they're thinking yeah. when it comes to a company standpoint. Yeah. They're not strictly
0: catering to anime fans. It's not like Crunchyroll
2: that are strictly catering to anime fans.
0: But Hulu we also have business, to, th- you know. But we also have to think about another thing about this. The real dark side of this is that this just enables more piracy when you think oh, about it. Oh, that is so... Yeah. <laughs> All this... its This is the worst thing about it, is that this just enables more piracy. It's unfortunate. Well, it
2: doesn't necessarily enable... It just makes people feel less guilty about doing it.
0: Exactly. People are going to be thinking... Well, also... People th- are going to be thinking, well, this is going to get taken down anyway. Why not go to a... Why not go to a pirated website where I can watch this in perpetuity? They're going to have this up until either they get taken down or, you know, the, the link is broken. So yeah that is that is
2: that is the biggest that is a bigger issue too that is the biggest
0: problem is um you know we have that is the biggest problem of all is that you know because streaming is so unreliable i mean we're we here at the tsunami faithful podcast uh live by the mantra pay for shit you like absolutely (laughs) but at the same at the same time you know we also realize that you know this isn't an ideal situation especially not for people you know, around for some of our worldwide listeners who might not have, um, whose countries might not be, you know, into anime or might not have, you know, might have like legal restrictions that keep them from watching anime, like places in Europe and, um, you know, other parts of East Asia or, you know, other places in the Eurozone, um,
2: like it's, which hopefully is getting better with the Funimation UK and Anime Limited
0: right well I'd be worried about that there's that and then there would also be um, you know places like Greece and stuff yeah. like that
2: but it's just it, for the piracy th- argument too it's like if people didn't pirate these shows then Hulu then Netflix and all these other places like we need to keep this stuff because people are watching it mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like a double edged sword it's like well it's not going to stay here I might as well pirate it it's <laughs> because of that that, they're, that uh, websites
0: are losing these rights and purging these shows away I wouldn't say that's the sole reason, but I would say it's a reason. Lar- I'd say it's a very visible reason as to why, um, you know, as to this why this stuff would happen. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, this that's just another uh, consequence of this uh, of this uh, minor purge. It turned into a humor. It turned into a humongous. Pur- it was a humongous purge that turned into a uh, mini purge
2: which still sucks too let's i mean um we can count our blessings that not everything that was hinted at expiring expired, but it still sucks with the ones that did end up uh going away it
0: also doesn't also doesn't change the fact that um fun uh, that full metal alchemist reverted to uh, anaplex and now you can't watch uh full metal alchemist online anymore
2: i know and that hurts too because that series itself is one of like that's a name brand that Hulu would want you know
0: exactly but unfortunately that's not Hulu that's just uh, Funimation's license of Vaniplex expiring Paul you were going to say I was going to say
1: speaking of purging I think we've purged this topic enough
0: I'd say we have Paul just wants to go to sleep
1: no no I'm just I'm just keeping us on topic so to speak
0: (laughs) no it's okay but uh, I felt I felt that was tangentially related to um, to what we were doing and what we were talking about and stuff like that. I felt it was important for us to address that. But yes, that is something to keep in mind. We hate to leave you on a sour note. So, uh. Caboose, say something witty. Uh. Close don't enough. Close enough. <laughs> uh,
2: so, I like Gundam. Yeah, I was about to say, did you at least enjoy Iron Blood and Yeah,
0: I, I did. Um. Yeah, I wanted to get my two cents in. But, yeah, I'm I'm really happy that um, Gundam's back. And I love the fact that they're doing throwbacks to, like, classic Junami. <laughs> especially say, with the music. I said the exact same thing. Because, which uh, know, I was talking to Brent the- about it, but he was like, don't bother me now. I'm trying not to get mauled by bears. Because <laughs> he's on uh, vacation right now. Which, by the way...
1: Uh, we uh the uh the original gun to wing promo is up on uh, our facebook page facebook.com slash faithful official um if you want to see where they got their inspiration for the iron-blooded orphan promo that's where they got it and it's <laughs> up on the page so it's
2: awesome
0: so let's get the hell out of here yes caboose you had yourself a cameo tell us where they can find you
2: you, you find well, wait, me. wait 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 don't we do house what? cleaning
0: first that's right we do <laughs> paul you're losing
2: your mind aren't you
0: i certainly am most of you sorry i didn't mean to
2: cut you off caboose i was just like well, wait, well, okay. still,
0: well the argentina okay. game's on so.
1: we always we always cut him off so oh <laughs> but anyways so mm-hmm. email us podcast at to please email us if you have any talkbacks or if there's anything you want to tell us about uh gundam your talkback Uh, Please give us a lot of talk back because we can't read it if you don't give it to us. So please do that uh, when we ask for it. So uh, again, that's podcast at TsunamiFaithful.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Uh, Please subscribe, follow us, whatever, on those services, uh, especially SoundCloud, soundcloud soundcloud.com slash podcast. Uh, there you can download the podcast. You can listen to us there. You can comment as you're listening to the podcast there. Uh, we'd like to see more of that as we always ask for. So please do do that. Uh, again, it is soundcloud.com slash Uh You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. You can go on Twitter, twitter.com slash Podcast. And as always, you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's com. And for all the old episodes and most of the old exclusives, uh, all the new ones will be up on the main site, tsunamifaithful.com. Uh Just go to podcast.tunamifaithful.com there. Uh, you can also get the episodes for the Tsunami Show rundown there, as well as the Absolution sessions if we ever do those. <laughs> <laughs> I know Caboose really wants to do those, so... Um, Let's see. And uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Please, guys, if you can donate to us, it surely does help. It helps us a lot going forward, Um, especially depending on whenever Tsunami decides to do a panel here, uh, it's going to come in handy. So uh, if you could help us out, even a dollar helps us a month, uh, please do. Again, it's patreon.com slash podcast. All right. So let's uh, get on out of here. Caboose, since you decided to come on late, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't intend. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: <laughs> and <laughs> I He's just uh, thought someone was all like, hey, someone wants me to come in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. I joined in. What's up? How's it going? Oh, it's a podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's okay. We'll take your wall on payment. Go ahead, Continue.
0: Yeah. You can find me at uh, Caboose Jr. on Twitter, YouTube. Uh Tumblr, ask FM, uh, pretty much everywhere.
1: <coughs> but yeah. Alright, well CJ, where can they find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter at C J Maffris. that's S E A J A Y M A F F R A S. Uh Get uh get ready for some more uh reboots that I would love to see happening on Toonami articles. The first one, Dead Man Wonderland came out that a lot of people seem to like. I mean, I'm glad to see a lot of people still have some fond memories of Dead Man Wonderland. Uh, update, I will be going to Kineticon. So that was that was a nice little announcement that we were able to get for Toonami Faithful. So I will be representing Toonami Faithful at the Kineticon, which has a loaded, absolutely loaded guest list. This is going to be awesome. Less people than Anime Boston, but it seems like it's going to be just as big uh, when it comes to guests and everything. So I am looking forward. Forward to that. That should be happening in July after Anime Expo, so I won't have to compete with that so much.
0: All right, Jim. Where can they find you, sir? You can find me at zero alucard twenty seven, both on Twitter and on Xbox Live. You can also find me at Baystar underscore boy on the PlayStation Network.
2: Okay, so and where can they find you, Mister Priscilla?
1: <laughs> you can find me. On Twitter, at Paul Pasquillo, You can ask me questions, ask.fm slash Paul Pasquillo, And if I ever post pictures, you can look at those on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pasquillo. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, We sure thank you guys for going to iTunes and Stitcher and listening wherever you do. I just looked over the ratings, and I see that a lot of us, it seems like we're getting a lot more countries into the mix, and I like to see that, so... Uh, hi, if you're not here in the United States, thank you for listening. And uh, please continue and please tell your friends. And, you know, just by sharing this podcast helps us, guys. So if you can't do any donating, if you can at least share the podcast, tell people to subscribe on iTunes and any of our services, especially SoundCloud. We would certainly uh, like that. So uh, thanks again for listening to Tsunami People Podcast. But that's it for this week. Peace. We're out.
0: Deuces.
2: I'm not saying kisses.